Yo, is this thing on? <laughs> Let's go. What's up, guys, and welcome to episode two of my Yito podcast. Um, I know it's been a few weeks since I've jumped on a podcast episode, and uh, I've just been super busy. Um, but real quick, that song was by Max, and it's called Acid Dreams. I love Max. Check him out on Spotify. Super talented guy. Um, but yeah, so um, in this episode, I originally actually wanted to talk about who I was um, to, from the jump and, and how I got to where I am, but I want to talk a little more about my career first. Um, the reason being is because I'm in the thick of it, and I think it's appropriate to kind of bring it up and talk about it. Um, but, you know, like I said, these past few weeks have been crazy. I actually just I took a one-week vacation, uh, my first vacation of the year, uh, spent some time with the family. Um, we went to Lake Havasu. It's funny, It's uh, we have an annual trip every year, and no matter what we do in life, I feel like we always have something to look forward to. Um, I have a very close family, which I'll dig into uh, in the future. But yeah, if you guys haven't seen my uh, recap video on Havasu, you can check it out on my Instagram. Um, but it's uh it's one of those things where it makes you appreciate the life you have and no matter how high or low you get at least you have someone to come home to um and so my family is that for me um but okay let's move on to uh these past what few weeks i actually just finished doing uh anthony and christina um's uh, gender reveal if you guys aren't familiar with them they're from the jk uh films crew um um they're uh they're amazing people by the way um you know, Anthony and Christina, I actually, I was filming uh, Miss Gina Darling's uh, birthday party, uh, her 30th, uh, death to her 30s. And, uh, you know, me and me and JK have, you know, we've, we've, we've known each other for a little bit. But um, Ant approached me um, shortly after that, after I finished that video. And he's like, hey, you know, uh, would you mind doing um, our, uh, our gender reveal? We like our, we like your stuff and, you know, it'd be really cool. And I was flattered. I was like, anytime somebody reaches out to me and, and gives me high praise and, and somebody of that stature who works in the type of industry where they're always surrounded by creative minds and things like that, like I'm completely floored and flattered. And so him and Christina reached out and said, you know, would you like to do it? And uh, they ran off all these ideas. And I was like, hell yeah, 100%. Let me know. And I'm there, you know. And, you know, we did that uh, two weeks ago. And uh, it was it went off without a hitch. I did that literally the day I came back from Havasu and I shot that. And then I actually went to work. Uh, I went to Phoenix uh, for a few days because I've been doing a lot of Phoenix uh, projects for my uh, my day job and um, which is also content creation and design. And then this past weekend, uh, a couple days ago, actually, I um, from Friday, Saturday, I worked with a creative food director. Um, and he's big. His name is David Ma. If you guys don't know about him, check him out. Um, but seriously, this guy is a, a full-on creative director um, surrounded by food. He's has all these brilliant ideas of how to do specific things with food and bring them to life. And, you know, have you seen those commercials where they slow down a lot of the food, like the burgers being, uh, you know, uh, put together and all that? That's what he does. And uh, I was able to be a part of uh, one of those things to do some BTS work for him. Um on a one shot on how to make a specific recipe. So it's actually pretty cool. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to actually start editing that as well. But anyway, I want this episode to be um, about my career path and uh, how I got to where I am today. So uh, let's let's get started. 
So I'm really, really excited to talk about this one. Um, and I think it's because every time I've told this, these stories uh, to my friends or close you know, families and all that, um, they're intrigued. Um, I love being able to know that I can help others uh, answer the question of what do I do next or where do I go in my life or you know, is it too late or like what if I don't know what I want to do? Um, and the truth of the matter is, is you know, I'm going to talk about a personal story of myself and uh, hopefully it, help, it can help you. Um, but yes, five, six years ago, I, I had no idea how to work a camera. I had no idea how to storytell. I had no idea how to, um, edit and manipulate things, um, in such a way where I, you know, I developed, developed the skill set that I have now. Um, but let's rewind a little further back. So, uh, right after high school, I, again, didn't know what I wanted to do. Um, I was actually, you know, um, I've always been very independent. Um, never rely on my parents or anybody else. And, uh, you know, my parents were never really around for that. But it also, um, in hindsight, gave me such a clarity of how I can carve my own path and not worry about others. Now, was it hard? Absolutely. <laughs> so right away, I, I told myself, well, before I can even consider college, I've got to get a job, right? Um, so I took a lot of part-time jobs. I worked at Angel Stadium and I worked at this... Uh, aerospace company for a family friend and uh, just to develop like different ideas of what I wanted to do and you know I was working in the quality department at the time and so anyway um, during this time I actually you know got an internship um, at uh, Monster Energy Um, and this is before Monster Energy became a thing right Monster Energy seven years ago was just barely kicking off they had two flavors they had regular and low carb right if you guys don't remember it's the green green can and then the blue can or the light blue can and um, basically during that time I you know thought it was the coolest thing in the world right originally in my head I just kept telling myself I want to get into technology I want to learn how to fix things I want to learn how to develop apps um that was my thing, and uh, I wanted to stick with that. However, when I got an internship at Monster, I knew somebody who, who was able to get me in, and the fact that I worked at a um, aerospace company under the quality department, they were looking for a quality uh, technician at the time, and I said, yeah, fuck it, why not? So I took the job, um, and I was learning a lot, and uh, as I was going through that, I you know, told myself, all right, well, you gotta go back to school, but if you do, You've got to do something that is relatable to what you're doing now, so that way you're, you know, on the right path, right? So I studied food science, uh, food science and microbiology, and uh, getting into the field, I told myself, well, where does it end? Where does it cap off at? And what are my potential career paths? And one of the things, one of the options was um, a brewmaster, um, and a brewmaster is basically a guy who makes beer for a living, right? So the idea of that intrigued the shit out of me. I was like, okay, yes, I need to make beer. Like, right, I want to make beer. How cool would that be um, and all that? And, you know, it's you, you think of that idea and you stick with it and you hold on to it and you tell yourself, okay, well, I could do this, right? So I'm going through the years and I'm doing what I got to do. And I worked my way through the system. Um, you know, I, I became a manager um, and I actually got out of the monster beverage facility and I ended up transferring over to uh, more of the grocery side of the business. Um, so I started working for Safeway uh, Vons and Albertsons and in the, on the manufacturing side. And on the manufacturing side, I, um, I actually ran the quality department on the bakery for a year. Then I did a little bit of dairy. I did a little bit of salsa. Um, I did a little bit of everything. 
And I just kept telling myself, I want to grow and I want to grow. Um, during my roles there, like I was able to develop some programs and I became a safety and food safety coordinator. Um, and I had people, uh, I had employees that, um, you know, I had a, a team that I built together uh, with my employees and we were able to develop really cool things with like some videos and all that. Now, this was in a span of about nine years. Okay. So from 18 to what is it? 27, 28. And uh, during this time at about, I want to say, uh, 2013. So 2013, it was about six years ago, right? So I was 20. Shit, I can't do math, guys. I was 26. Yes, I was. <laughs> I was 26 years old, um, or 25, 26. I'm turning 20. I'm turning 32 in January. For those that didn't know, holy cow, I'm getting old. But so in 2013, uh, while working, I believe I was still at Monster Energy. So my story is jumping back and forth a little bit. I was still at Monster Energy, but there was a Halloween party. This is my favorite story of all time to tell people. So if you guys are listening now and you've gotten this part in the podcast, um, this is how I discovered my passion, guys. Um, so uh, this is this is something that I, I truly, truly, truly value whenever I want to have self-reflection of where I started. So yeah, 2013, it was a family party. It was Halloween night, right? And I asked myself, well, somebody at the party, we were all hanging out, I think after trick-or-treating and uh, my little cousins and all that were just picking out in candy and all of us were dressed up. All of us were dressed up in different costumes and I actually was uh, anonymous. Um, If you aren't familiar with the anonymous mask or anonymous uh, hacker team, it's uh, the masks from uh, V from Vendetta. Um, Great movie, by the way. (laughs) But and everybody else, we had like the Lady Gaga, I think, I believe we had Britney Spears, we had like a hippie, we had an old man, we had Batman, we had Bane, we had Robin, like it was, it was this full like idea of like superheroes versus villains mixed with 70s like retro, it was, it was, it was all over the place and I love that, but um, somebody shouted out during the party and was like, hey, let's make a video out of this and I remember, I remember I was sitting on the couch, probably on my phone or something and for whatever reason, I was like, you know what? Ding, ding, ding. I was like, let's fucking do it. And back then, I don't know if you guys remember, um, there was a Flip Mino camera. It's uh, similar to when before GoPros came out, it was like a blogger camera. You would hold it and you would just basically, you know, record yourself and whatever else was going on. And um, I got one of those and I remember I broke the LCD screen. So I didn't even worry. You couldn't even see what we were recording. But I was like, you know what? Let's use it. Let's do it. So we we recorded like if you guys remember back then again, Instagram their uh, video limit per post was fifteen seconds, and which each post um, I told myself, well I can't I can't do all this little Halloween movie thing in just fifteen seconds because you know you know we're gonna want to post that like come on now, and so I was like, what if we split it into two parts, part one and part two, so thirty seconds, right? And it at least gives me like uh, the ability to like work with like different people uh, or different uh, different family uh, members to you know go into the 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 the, the Halloween movie we're doing right. So the first half I was able to work with my cousins, um, and it was like the lady guy. It was like basically the divas, right? And the idea around that was okay. What if I like shoot them and and all that? Point being is that um, I was able to script a two part series, um, and it it came out. 
it didn't it wasn't literally the best uh thing in the world but i remember when we first when we finished filming it i went upstairs and i sat down and i opened up iMovie i had no idea how to use iMovie um and i was like okay what do i do and i remember adding sound effects and i remember like cutting right the the clips and putting it together and then i was like holy shit this is dope as fuck and i sat there for like at least two hours and then when i was done i went back downstairs and i was like all right guys here it is let me show you so everybody gathered around the couch and we played it and man everyone was like holy shit like i think the applause the praise and the fact that you created something out of an idea um from that night like excited the shit out of me and i was like yo this is dope right and i remember posting it on instagram and i had a bunch of people just like comment on it and they're like what the fuck this is crazy and um it's still on my instagram now um it's all the way down though but uh we called it a halloween massacre that was a fitting name and um until this day fast forward six years from now we make a halloween movie just about every single year and it just gets better and better um but anyway right after that like one of the things that my family does until this day is we always try to have a theme party um if anything you know and it's always a play off our names or words and so like one of my cousins name is kathy and i believe for her 21st birthday one year we did a great catsby 1920s theme and it was it was a lot of fun um but because of that it gave me the platform and opportunity to create uh, freely without the pressure without having to work for people and getting paid and things like that and it gave me the idea to just you know find what i wanted to do right and with that being said like i just continued to do that and i eventually i had a uh, a friend of mine judd um he reached out to me uh, i think this was like maybe two years after i had already started doing like videos for fun and he goes hey uh jeff you uh, and i i had said no to many weddings and engagements prior to this because i was just never confident enough and um i had done an engagement i believe a couple months before uh judd reached out to me and i was pretty proud of it but i told myself yeah i think i'm a cap out on engagements for now because i don't want to go into weddings right weddings is just way too much pressure for me to worry about so i decided to just tell no to everybody well judd had a special special story actually he's like hey my sister's getting married like next week but um her videographer bailed man like do you mind if you do um her wedding and I was like, man, I don't know, dude. Like, this is this is this is tough. So I, was, I initially said no, and he goes, well, you know, can you maybe talk to my sister and like, you know, like maybe she can like tell you what it's all about. And I said, you know what? Yeah, why not? Because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to like let people down like that. And I feel pretty bad. And you know, I told myself maybe it's a low risk since you know I'm not the dedicated person and like it's a low risk for me. And uh, you know, and I remember um, when I got on the phone call with her sweetest sweetest girl in the world she's like hey jeff you know like can you uh uh mind if you do my wedding like it's okay if it's not the best or whatever like i just you know judd told me about you and i saw some of your videos and i love them and it's always so fun and uh you know it'd be really cool and i was like i don't know i don't know and then and then she tells me one specific thing that stood out and i could not say no after that so let me rewind for like 30 seconds. So uh, about a year and a half prior to this request, I 
did a bunch of theme parties. And one of the theme parties that I did for my uh, little cousin, Emma, was a Disney theme party. And it, again, it was like really short. It was like 15 seconds for Instagram, I believe. But I remember like it was uh, Disney themed and like we had different characters and all that. And if and and uh, it was actually really, really fun. So um, that leads into the segue of to this request. So basically, um, Judd's sister, Joma Bell, she was like, OK, well, here's the theme. The theme is Disney Beauty and the Beast and... I don't know if you guys remember what I said about a couple minutes ago, the great Gatsby. And I was like, holy shit. Like, I'd be an idiot if I didn't even consider this because it's a goddamn sign at this point, you know? And I, I told myself, like, I need to do this. And so right away I was like, okay, you got me. All right. And so I remember I spent that week just trying to script stuff and put stuff together. And uh, I went to rehearsals and uh, I shot my first wedding. And uh, I was scared shitless. I had no idea what I was doing. I, you know, my, my settings were all probably off. And I just, I just wanted to make sure that I captured the right moments, right? And uh, I, you know, again, that led me to do more weddings and, and more engagements and all that. And um, at the time, I was still freelancing and doing my own thing. And Shortly after that, um, I started doing uh, videos for my job, right? And for my job, um, I was like, well, how can I implement video into what I do? And I, I basically developed a bunch of safety training videos and like had like a whole bunch of events and all that. And uh, this was about three years ago, um, two year, two, two and a half years ago, I started doing that. And um, during this time, again, I wasn't, looking to be recognized at all or anything like that but i will say after doing videos i think at the time for like three years and maybe like a year and a half two years professionally because i started doing like music events i started doing like um different parties i started doing like uh working for like different like industries uh that had to do with like law firms and all that and uh it was just a bunch of little things right and i always wanted to work with food but i didn't know how so I would remember I would go to work every day, um, you know, while I was running the quality department, I was quality manager at the bakery division. And I was like, man, like, I love it here, but I don't know if I want to do this for the rest of my life now. Prior to doing videos, I was content with just doing that. And I was perfectly okay. It was a career job. I was making good money and I was ready to just kind of do that. But then after I discovered video, I told myself, holy shit, like, I don't know if I can maintain this. If anything, like, would you ever consider quitting and moving on and doing video? I was willing to take a pay cut, right? Excuse me. I was willing to take a pay cut just to start over and to do something brand new, um, but do it in a way where it was going to be my career. And I, I, I went to bed, I believe, for the next few nights telling myself, this is crazy. Like, even if you took a pay cut, you'd be taking a huge pay cut because you have zero, zero professional experience, zero education in, in, in the field of film, design, food, I mean, uh, and, and video, right? And so I was like, well, you know what? Fuck it. Let me just look around. I'm going to go ahead and apply and I'm just going to show them my Instagram. Who cares? And um, during this time, I applied for BuzzFeed. I applied for uh, Tiny Hero, which is a uh, trailer, uh, movie trailer making company. 
Um, I applied for other stuff, like a bunch of different places. And I did get a few job interviews, actually. Um, and I was able to present myself and all that. And uh, unfortunately, again, experience, lack of experience, I think was probably the things that pushed me off the, uh, the, the list there. But um, it never... I was never going to stop trying, right? I always told myself I want to keep going until I find the right opportunity. I knew that, I told myself, I knew that if I continue to bring the type of energy that I like bringing, uh, the type that, you know, the, the, the positivity and the drive and the passion, and they can hear it in my voice, they can see it in my demeanor, then I felt like I had a good chance with the best of them. Although, you know, if they're going to ultimately decide on experience, then obviously I may, may not be at the top of the list, right? But everything else, I feel like I can go toe-to-toe. And I was never always that confident, but I wanted this so badly that that I told myself, well, if you're not confident, then, you know, you don't want it as bad as enough, you know? Sometimes when you're not the most skilled and you might not have the best experience or the, the most, you know, the most... Um, the glamorous whatever was it the most experienced or the the best looking videos and all that right um, it doesn't matter I told myself like if you don't hold yourself high then they're gonna see it and they're gonna say well maybe this guy doesn't want it enough you know and I told myself well I do want it bad enough so I'm gonna show it um, and that's word of advice I guess to anybody listening out there like if if you guys are hesitant even for the slightest, it's okay. But just know that you've got to get up from that. Because if you don't, then I think that you're going to constantly beat yourself up and put yourself in a position to feel too vulnerable um, in the wrong setting, right? So be proud of your work. Be proud of what you do. Be proud of who you are and where you want to go. And hold your head up high no matter what. Because even if people kick you, if your head is up, you are still seeing. You are still looking. You still know what's going on. If you're bowing down and trying to hide, you can't see anything. And if people are kicking you at the same time, you're only going to be buried deep in that dirt and not knowing exactly where you are, right? So that's a little bit of um, spill. Uh, that's a little bit of advice there, but... Um, back to the story yeah so um, thankfully um, I was at we had a a my 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 current job still we had or my my current job at the time still we had a a big a projection meeting where we actually had because I worked in manufacturing so there's a retail side too so we had a lot of the retail folks come by and uh, explore our facility and like I had to give a big presentation on my departments and all that and uh, I did it in video form I did it with like a lot of animations and all that and well I specifically showed off one of the videos we did um, to kind of hype up our team that we do um, and uh, it was called I Love Bread and uh, I remember the president on the retail side of Albertson's companies she comes out to me and she goes hey after seeing that video she goes hey we need a guy like you on our side and I kid you not I kid you not I was looking for a job during that time I was looking to leave I was ready to go and all of a sudden a week later I get presented this opportunity like are you fucking kidding me I was like the universe is just coming around in in circles and it's telling me something like wow and I remember going home 
and writing that email to her and I was shaking. I was like, hey, you know, um, based off our conversation earlier, this is like um, huge. I would love an opportunity like this. So she sends me the job application and I apply. And about a week later, I scheduled an interview. And this is where the story gets even better, um, actually. I sit down in the interview, right? <laughs> oh my God. I sit down in the job interview and I remember I was scared. I, I, I came in and, uh, you know, I wore like a business casual with a, you know, with a blazer and all that. And again, before this, I had never, I never went to work dressing all fancy and all that, but I felt like I had to play the part and I had to see what, um, you know, I could do to convince these guys that I'm the right guy for the job. Now, I know you guys know this for anybody who's applied for jobs before. When you read a job application, that's no joke. That shit is no joke. You cannot even fucking, you know, like a qualify for all that if you, if you, if every, if, if every description applied to you to the T, right? Like, but anyways, you need like 20 years of experience and so on and so forth. It's like some crazy outlandish bullshit, right? Well, I told myself, okay, well, I got none of that, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go in and I'm going to surprise him, or at least I'm going to try to surprise him. So uh, I had an idea. I had I had a strategy going into it. So I told myself, okay, well, these guys have probably seen my resume, right? And um, I walk in and it's a panel of, I think, like eight, 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 eight girls, right? Eight women, eight, eight women. And they were all there and you know they're all nice and they all look like happy and all that and they're just like hey jeff introduce yourself blah 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 blah. and i was like oh shit like i had no idea what to do and and all that but then but then the fact that i walked in and i knew there were women i put i've had a big smile on my face and it was simply because um, i haven't talked about this yet but i will in my next episode but um i grew up with women i grew up with um a lot of women and I have eight younger sisters eight younger sisters you heard that right and with that being said I was completely comfortable being in a room full of women to be able to because trying to just talk about myself and you know and, and tell them why I wanted the job and all that and uh yeah so I did that right and I um sit down and they're just like, okay well Jeff tell us about yourself and like I said they had my resume but I also made sure I brought something else to the table that they didn't expect. And um, truth be told, again, if you're listening, uh, this is a great, great piece of advice that I, you know, um, discovered myself is if you're going into a job interview and you have a resume, you know, and they, they're going to ask you questions based off what you have on your resume and they're going to ask you their general company questions and all that, right? Um, but bring something else. And when I say this, what I mean by this is if you have accomplishments, okay, bring um, a different idea around your accomplishments so that way you, they can look at it. For example, I made an infographic. And on this infographic, if you're not familiar with an infographic, and basically it's just this long form sheet that talks about your accomplishments or it's a visual, it's a visual graphic of like different things that you want to talk about. Um, and in this case, it was highlighting parts of my career that I'm proud of and things that I could, you know, stand out, right? So I brought over this big infographic and I made sure that I attached the resume. I said, well, I have this as well, guys or ladies, and uh, this is what it is. So they went ahead and looked at it and they're just like, oh, okay, so-and-so. Now, what they didn't realize, at least in my opinion, was that instead of asking me questions based off my resume, they were asking me questions based off my infographic. Now, that there's two differences there. 
The difference there is if they're asking questions off your infographic, they're asking questions that you already know the answers to. They're not asking all these tough questions. They're asking you, tell me about a time you did this specifically during that time. And I'm like, okay, boom. I know exactly what I need to say. And so anyway, I played the room, I feel like, the right way. And in such a way where, like, I felt like I was confident, but I was also, like, you know, like, like pretty much um, a go-getter, right, with what I wanted to say and what I wanted to do. Anyway, I remember, like, like <laughs> the first question they asked me was, oh, hey, Jeff, you know, nice to meet you, and uh, tell me about yourself. And right when I knew, again, it was a room full of women, I told myself, ooh, girls, let me tell you. <laughs> and I just talked about myself. I said, well, first off, I have eight sisters. I have this, I have that. And and I just talked about my personal life. And I kid you not, we spent about 10 to 15 minutes just talking about my personal life before we even got to the job questions. And that's when I feel, felt like I was comfortable being where I was, right? And uh, shortly after that, man, like I just, I told myself like, okay, well, like, I feel confident about this. I walked out of that room and I felt like I got the job. You know, sometimes you feel like you got the job, right? And a week goes by, I don't hear nothing. Another week goes by, I don't hear nothing. And I'm like scared shitless now. Like, I'm like, fuck, like, I don't know what's happening. Like, maybe I didn't get the job after all. And I remember my boss um, at the time, he comes up to me. He goes, hey, dude, were you ever going to tell me? This is in the morning. I was like, tell you what? He goes, uh, about your job, you know? And I'm like, what do you mean? Like, did I get it? He goes, oh, I thought you knew. And I'm like, you're fucking with me. He goes, yeah, I'm fucking with you. But in my head, I was like, was he really fucking with me though or what? And so I went throughout the day until 2 p.m. hits and then I get the official call. Um, Apparently my boss knew before I did because I think it was a formality to let him know. And I think he thought that they had told me already, but he tried to play it off like he didn't. And he was joking when in reality they called me and they're like, hey, this is Marion. Um, we were very impressed with your job interview, and we feel like you're our, you're the perfect candidate for this job. And uh, the job title is uh, visual design, uh, which meant that I would create content for people um, in all departments and facets of in, of the industry. So, the grocery industry, there's a bunch of different departments. Right, there's meat, floral, deli, um, bakery. Right, there's there's um, all types of things to do with those and I would do that for them and and I would go around making videos and basically I just get to eat and film every single day and you know she's like well you know this is what you'd be getting paid this is what you would be doing this and that and I was like oh my fucking god just talking about it right now gives me like goosebumps because I remember that day specifically and I just remember that call and I was so happy and I got the job I got the fucking job and just to kind of put it all together, I asked myself, well, I, I, re- I had a self-reflecting moment, I think, that night, and I was like, wow, like, from a kid who just filmed uh, as a hobby for fun, a Halloween night, and and just started to just elevate his dreams and passions into, like, doing work for people on the side for fun, not even charging a lot, and then all of a sudden, like, doing this and and like bringing bringing your careers together or you're bringing your your current career and then your hobby to get, and putting them together like to me that was the most rewarding thing i had ever done in my professional life like i was just like wow i was floored and i was happy beyond belief and since then i told myself i want to make something of myself and i want to continue to grow and and uh you know a year into the job i all of a sudden wanted to have the itch to film food on the side 
but food with like creative concepts and working with people who you know like uh vendors from like smorgasbord uh and all that and i was like okay well who can i reach out to and um i had a friend of mine uh trish she uh had followed uh stirring style miss june kwan um if you guys aren't familiar with her you should follow her her instagram handle is at stir and style um but she posted something on her instagram story about a year ago not even a year ago actually um, yeah about a year ago now and and it was hey looking for a videographer to edit my videos if anybody's interested uh then please reach out and um you know naturally when you're on instagram and you you know, look at people and uh and, and influencers and bloggers you are going to look at their followers right and you're just like wow like she has a high following and this is a big opportunity for me but i felt like i was going to get lost in the shuffle of 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 applications right and i was just barely settling into this job and i told myself like okay well i don't know if i'm gonna get it but you know what fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna email her and i'm going to be myself like i'm not gonna try to like flaunt and fake that like i'm a certain way or like i can do this i can do that no i'm just gonna be myself so i emailed her i said hey june like you know how you doing and uh i know you're looking for a videographer but like you know this is what i do and i've i work in the food industry or i mean i work in the food industry professionally but like i've never done any creative concepts like this but um, i'd definitely be interested into doing some with you and the way i wrote the message was i was just basically i humanized it right i was just honest and honest and just happy and cheery and i even told her i was like look i don't have you know the biggest uh experience and skill set but what i do have is a drive and a passion to do what i want to do and uh here's some of my work so i sent her my video instagram uh, which is j-i-m-o-v um and right after that like she's she reached out back to me uh emailed back to me and i was like what the fuck like she's actually reaching out to me and um i i i sent her a reply back and i never got a reply after that I was like, okay, well, maybe like she found someone else. And I think a week went by. And then next thing you know, like, I was like, okay, well, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do here. And then she reaches out again and says, hey, did you ever get my uh, my email? Um, and uh, I was like, no. And she's like, what? And so I checked my email. I never found it. Uh, or no, she she I guess she texted the wrong number. That's what happened. And I never got her call. So then... Um, she reached out to me again and that was when we ended up linking up and since then i had done a bunch of like creative food food promos for her as well as her like vacation vlogs and stuff so i've done things for her shrimp daddy um food concept as well as her sip matcha um and all that and like it was crazy because now i'm getting into like food and meeting like uh influencers and bloggers and vloggers and amazing people in the industry that i never thought i'd be able to connect with and it's just the way of these opportunities go. Like, and I'll be honest, like, um, you don't always have to go looking out for opportunities all day, every day, because some of them, you know, they do come to you. But sometimes just by chance, you might just hear about something and it's the right you know, moment and right time. And all of a sudden you're like, yes, I'm doing this. I'm taking that shit on. Right. And that's what I did. That's exactly what I did. And I love that shit, man. Like, um, and so that led me to more avenues. It opened up more doors to doing things with um, different people. And that was when, uh, you know, I started doing food for a while. And then fast forward to the beginning of this year, I told myself, well, you know, I've done food. I've done festivals. I've done, um, I've done weddings. I've done engagements. I've done parties. 
what's next? What do I want to do? I've done lifestyle. Oh, not lifestyle. I've done travel videos for my own stuff. And I was like, what's next? And I was like, I kind of want to shoot models. Why not? And I had all these fun ideas. Like I always have fun ideas. And I felt like I could apply that in the modeling lifestyle world. And um, again, this was in January. And then it was my birthday. I was turning 31. And we all had this big bear trip with me and my other friends and uh, my other two friends. Uh, they were also... For, for whatever reason, we were all turning, uh, our birthdays were on the same day, January 26th. So we planned this ginormous big bear trip and I met, you know, some new friends there and there's a specific person, uh, his name's Daniel. Um, if you guys don't know his name, you might know his Instagram handle. It's uh, Flicks by Daniel. <laughs> and uh, he's an amazing photographer, man. This guy has pure talent. He has an eye for uh, creativity, um, aesthetics, colors, uh, and he's an amazing person in general. So shout out to you, Flicks. Um, but I met him that night or that day, and I had just gotten to talking about a few things, and I was like, well, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, I kind of want to shoot models. And he's like, well, fucking just tag along one of these days, and, like, let's do it. And after my birthday, we did that. I think two weeks later, we started working with, like, different people. And I did BTS work for him at first, and I came up with this concept, and uh, he loved it, and, and so did everyone else. And I was like, yo, okay, let's do some more. So we linked up with, um, I believe, his cousin, uh, Nat, and uh, Candor Collections, um, and we, I shot two more uh, model videos the same day back to back with uh, Chrissy Poon. Um, and she is another amazing person who's out there in the modeling world. Uh, her Instagram is Chrissy Poon. Um, but, you know, again, I did this and I, it just came out, you know, the way I envisioned it, if not better. And I was like, wow, like I'm doing this now. This is insane to me. And, um, yeah, shortly after that, I started doing more videos and fast forward to me now, like I'm having a big opportunity to jump over from my uh, my current job division in SoCal and I'm now given the opportunity to run the Southwest division uh, with videos and some of the things I do out there. Uh, so that includes Vegas, uh, Arizona, Phoenix, or Phoenix, Arizona, uh, Utah, Denver, like all these divisions that have the opportunities and platform to continue to create. So now under my belt, I have Southern California grocery as well as Southwest, as well as a bunch of food and creative concepts, working with vloggers and bloggers. Uh, I've done videos with, with models, weddings, you know, engagements, concerts. Like I've done everything that I feel like I could do up until this point. And just having that self-reflection gives me the idea to tell myself like, wow, like you fucking did it, you know? And um, I can get candid with you here, guys. Like. For anybody, seriously, for anybody even thinking about what they want to do in their life or where they are in their career path and all that, and they just don't know, um, I didn't know until I was 28, right? Like, I, I didn't, I mean, I, I had a hobby at 26, but at 28, like, that was when my life was peaking, and that was when I said, I don't want to do this career anymore, I want to do this. And that's when I knew that, like, I was going to drop anything and everything to do it. But in order for me to get there, I had to go through a few avenues, right? So if you're, you know, somebody in the crossroads of your life and you just don't know where you want to go or what you want to do or you haven't discovered your passion or some people don't discover it at all, and that's okay too. But the truth is, is that my best advice is to, you know, wake up in the morning and, and tell yourself, well, 
if you love something, let's, let's say you found something you love right this moment and you feel like, you know, it's something that you can do for a living. And even if it's like a risk, uh, I always say calculated risks because, you know, you got to be sensible somewhat too, right? Um, and if you're able to do it by just jumping off a cliff and, 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 and making something of yourself, I applaud you guys for that. Um, but for me, I'm always, I always feel like if I take a calculated risk and it's, and I still have some, some, a little bit of safety net, then I feel a little more comfortable. And in this case, I felt like I was on the edge. I was standing off the ledge there and I was like, shit, like, should I jump? Should I not? But then thankfully, um, when I did jump, I knew that like I was in the field of something that I could make something of myself with. Right. And so, um, but for anybody, again, just starting out, I'd say, you know, if you can wake up in the morning and you love something, um, put your heart and soul into it the second you have time to do it whether it's on a saturday morning or a thursday night or a monday you know after work after working 15 hours or whatever and you're still tired but you have this idea it's those moments that you don't feel like you can do it and you convince yourself and push yourself to do it are the ones that end up uh, mattering in the end um but the truth is is that you know I I didn't always know this was going to be where I was going to be. And the one thing that I always tell people all the time is that, you know, it's so cliche, right? They say, you know, if you find something that you love doing, you'll never work a day in your life type of thing, which is, you know, which is true. Um, but for me, um, I was happy even before I got this job. I told myself, even if this opportunity never came up, and I was still doing the job that I was doing. Now, granted, it probably wouldn't have been as glamorous and fun and, and all these perks. But would I be happy doing that? And the, the, the answer is absolutely. And the reason why is because I feel like if you're happy in the right state of mind and you got a good head on your shoulders and you're putting yourself in position to succeed, to be happy um, and all that, then it doesn't matter where you are in your life. Even if you had nothing to your name and I lost this job tomorrow, I would still be the same guy, the same happy, optimistic person that I was before it. Um, and I think if you have that right attitude, no matter what happens in your life, good or bad, you're going to keep going and you're going to keep climbing um, and all that, right? So I'd say, you know, there's going to be a lot of doors that open for you guys. There's going to be a lot of doors that don't, right? The keys don't always fit. The, you know the lock and all that right but sometimes <laughs> you got to jingle it a little bit because it may be stuck it may be try you know it might not work right away or hey if it doesn't really work at all you got to move to the next door the next door and hell sometimes sometimes if that if that key doesn't work or that door doesn't work and it's the last motherfucking door and you've done everything you can that you know what you got to do kick that fucking door down right fucking kick it down man like and once you get in there i guarantee you even if people aren't expecting you to come with the fucking pain and the rain and the gain trust me if you got something to show for yourself people are going to open their eyes and people are going to look at you and say okay wait a minute wait a goddamn minute um you know this person's got it this person's got the swagger this person's got the confidence this person's got the drive the luck the skill the love to do something with themselves and people see that and that's a natural being of a feeling i'm telling you man when when you get into that zone and that limelight you're shining 
the sun is fucking beaming on you right you got that spotlight the curtains opening and it's you center stage and it's your solo it's time to fucking ride high and fly like straight up man that's that's what you gotta do once you kick that door down and you walk in you fucking make sure they know your motherfucking name at the end of the day right but again before you get to that door sometimes i get it you gotta fucking find the right building first right you gotta you gotta drive distances until you find where you want to go and it's okay to get lost um i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about getting lost um in a future episodes but understand that it's okay to get lost because eventually you know you're going to figure out your surroundings when you are there long enough in that position um but seriously kick those doors down guys um and understand that even if you don't have all the answers you don't have all the skill sets you don't know what the fuck you're doing that's okay fuck me like in 2013 i had no idea how to fucking do special effects i had no idea how to even add music to iMovie and i just remember sleepless nights wake up in the morning not being able to sleep and having this idea and building and building and then sitting on my computer at 3 a.m until 7 a.m before work and just trying to learn how to do one specific effect one transition one thing obsessing over it for five years obvious i had no idea how to shoot in manual mode on my camera guys i was always on automatic right and i remember i would go home and i'm like why doesn't my shit look like their shit i'm like how do what does it mean to color grade what does it mean to shoot in raw what does it mean to you know shooting flat profile and all that i don't even know how to fly a drone until up until a year ago so point is is that everybody learns on their own Everybody goes at their own pace and everybody f- eventually figures it out. And if if I didn't have video and I didn't figure this out and I discovered something else, start over. Do it again. It's okay. You have so much life to live. You have so many people to see. You have so many things to learn. You know, you have so many things to be thankful for and grateful for and again, even if you had zero dollars to your to your bank account like i did i had a broken ass fucking flip camera guys like um even if you had none of that i guarantee you if you have a bed you know if you have transportation if you can wake up in the morning and you got and you can check your phone or you can you know walk and talk and and socialize the opportunities out there guys you have the world in front of you ahead of you right um Another piece of advice is if you're looking to do something in a field where it's competitive and it's hard and you don't know where to go next with it, um, the one thing that I was able to discover um, and I took to my advantage is basically if I try to apply my skill set with no portfolio, no professional profile um, in, an, in, in, the, in the city of Silicon Valley where it's tech central and people do videos all day there and all that, I'd be buried. But if you're able to find an avenue through a company that doesn't even know they need it, need something, and then you give it to them before they even ask for it, now all of a sudden they're opening their eyes. Now all of a sudden they're looking at you and they're like, okay, wait a minute. Well, you might be onto something here. And I feel like that's what I did, right? So if you're an aspiring artist, if you're getting into the medical field, if you're getting into, um, you know, like anything, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, whether it's professional, personal, 
I'd say explore all your avenues. Look at all the options that you can find and, and then find it. Do it. Right? And and you you can do it. You got this. Like um but yeah, so the name the name stuck where it's J I M O V, which is um I used to say Jimov, Jim O V. Um but then my cousins always say J moves, J moves <laughs> No matter how you say it, it sounds stupid. I know, I know, I know. But it's, the acronym, it stands for Jeffrey M., which is my last name, My Own Vision. Um, and I came up with that name because um, if you guys are familiar with videos on the Mac, when you save a video on the Mac, uh, what ends up happening is it saves under an MOV file, which is a specific QuickTime movie file. And... Um, I remember I think I named one of the videos J.I. and it just said J-I-M-O-V and I was like, I need a, I need a name, I need a logo for my videos and that's what I came up with and uh, it's just stuck and I came up with the acronym because it just felt appropriate, my own vision, like these are my ideas, these are the things that come up in my head and my visions and why not bring it up, why not call it that? So however you want to pronounce it, I, there's no wrong way. Um, it sounds Italian too, Jimov, like it's weird. <laughs> But it's stuck and it's sticking, and um, I hope to continue to develop this this uh, path on my personal side with videos. And ultimately, my end game with this would be to have my own company and to oversee um, the director role and and just have a team and uh, to be able to create visions and films and and short stories for people, bring things to life, and uh, do things that I love every day, right? And um, the job that I have now, I am thankful for. Um, you know, I count my blessings every day. Wake up in the morning, I get to meet incredible people, network with so many people. I get to eat every day. If you guys see my Instagram stories, obviously all I'm doing is literally eating and filming. And um, but if you guys also know, I'm also being silly. I'm having fun. I'm being quirky. I'm not. I'm not afraid to make a fool of myself. And um, that's the key to life too. And that's the key to getting anywhere with with anything you want to do. Is um, you know. If you're able to laugh at your own mistakes and when you fall, you're able to not only put a band-aid on yourself, but to get yourself up and to tell yourself, hey, that was stupid of me to fall. That was stupid of me to scrape my, my, my knees and all that. But as stupid as it was, I'm up and I know better. I know not what not to do and I also know what to you know improve on, right? So... There's so many there's so many learning lessons and it's all about perspective, which is again another thing I want to cover in my future podcast is perspective and making sure that no matter what you do, whether it's good or bad, there's always so many perspectives, so many views, so many angles to look at. And when you look at those things, um, there's so many there's so many ways to go about uh where you want to go next and what opportunities you want to take and and all that. So I wanna take this opportunity and this time to say thank you. Uh, to the people who have supported me from day one, the people who have extended that hand and said, look, keep going, the people who've liked my stuff, who've commented my stuff, who, you know, will share a story about, you know, like what their video, what my video has done for them, um, who've reached out to me through DMs and saying, wow, you're inspiring and, uh, you know, it's amazing to see your growth and, and to do things with like, different stuff and like you know it's it's to me it's it's absolutely mind-blowing that i get to create um passions i get to create stories i get to tell stories i get to be able to 
you know, obsess over something and, and I'm thankful to have a creative mind and to be able to do something that I love every single day. But um, in saying that, you can do it too, man. I'm serious. Like, I never was the one to believe in that, to think in that. I was always trying to, you know, go at the beat of my own drum and not try to get too inspired by others because I'd feel envious or jealous of seeing other people, other people's work, not because I hated them, but simply because I wanted to be them. I wanted to be there. But then something interesting happened, right? As much as I want to be inspired by others, um, more importantly, you've got to make sure that you inspire yourself first too. Um, And the reason why I say that is because um, for the longest time, I would always look at other people's work and I would tell myself, wow, I want to do that. I want to learn how to do that. And I would try to copy it, mimic it, find a way to do it like them. Um, And then I get frustrated because I'm just like, wait a minute, two things happened. I'm copying them, number one. It's not original. And I might not be able to do it as good as them. So I said, screw this. Who cares about this? So I stopped looking at other people's work. I stopped caring about what other people did and what what people may have thought of my work. And I just started fucking picking up my drumsticks and just beating that shit and going at it and telling myself, yo, I got this motherfucker. Like, that was it. That was me. And it's still me. And... You know, piece of advice there is just if you guys are struggling and you guys are trying to find reasons and a purpose and all that, just know that it might not happen tonight, tomorrow, two weeks from now, two months from now, two years from now, a decade from now. Who knows? It might not happen. But I guarantee you, if you continue to push yourself, to drive yourself, to put yourself out there, you're going to find something that's going to stick. You're going to find something that you're going to love. Um and I do believe that, yes, as, as important as education is, um, sometimes when you're in the field of like, you know, trying to figure out where to go in college and high school and, you know, post-college and all that, um, you know, some people don't even use their degrees and, and all that. But point being is that it's okay if you haven't figured it out, even through college and, and all that. But just know that, um, you know, during that time in college right if you're if you're constantly sticking at something and you do feel like you do love it and this is something that you want to do stick with it guys like sometimes it is hard yeah but um i had a few friends tell me uh not too long ago about their um experience with uh the medical field and getting into nursing and all that and then they went ahead and switched careers out because they said well i felt like nursing wasn't for me and instead of instead of completely dropping their career path and and going at something different they you they did something that i i always I, the word i always like to use is they pivoted they 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 pivot they just pivoted pivoted <laughs> they did a pivot is that make sense they pivoted um to the next part of the same field and uh, you know they're doing occupational therapy ot and they looked at that and they were like wow like i like this now and uh, shout out to nicole um you know who you are and uh, proud of you by the way proud of you um you know constantly pushing yourself and you know being out there in texas and uh, we miss you from home but uh keep going girl you got this um but seriously so many things so many stories and that's another thing stories as much as i like to talk as you guys if you guys can tell and as much as i like to ramble and go on and on and on and on listen to listen to other people's stories Listen to what other people have to say um, through life in general, um, through career paths, and 
And even if it's something that you disagree with, even if it's something that you don't like to hear, um, but you value them and you respect them, then hear them out because I guarantee you, when they're done saying what they have to say, even if, again, you might not like it or even if you agree, there's going to be an impact because now you've learned something that you didn't know X amount of minutes ago, right? And from there on out, you may tell yourself, okay, well, I didn't like what I heard, so I don't want to do that. Or I loved what I heard. I definitely want to do that. Like, that's a thing, right? Talking and opening up. And it may not be easy to listen and to, to talk to people. But the one thing that I think we all have the ability to do is, 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 is be able to sit down with somebody and just to have a conversation um, hear somebody out and listen to them um, in such a manner where it it's it's going to help you. It's going to be-, be beneficial for you, right? So um, to conclude this podcast, a little bit about my career path and how I got there, how I got here, and uh, you know all that stuff. Just know that if you guys don't know where you are, understand it's it's okay. Um, and if you do know where you are, and this is exactly what you want then also know that you better grab hold of that shit and kick that fucking door down, right? Um, and again, for those that don't know, it's okay. Pick up a set of keys, you know, and and walk around and explore, man. Drive a little bit. Go on an adventure. Um, ask questions, right? And and, and, and Google. Mother, motherfucking Google is your best friend. Uh, YouTube is your best friend. YouTube is my best friend, right? And so, um, and just explore, man. It's okay. And uh, again, I love meeting people who have the same like minds as me and people who want to reach out to me and, and ask me questions or want to know how I did what I did and how I got to where I got. Um, yeah, seriously, straight up. Call me, DM me, reply to my stories, reply to this podcast, whatever you guys can do. And um, I will do my absolute best to try to you know, extend that helping hand and say, look, I got you. I can help you. I'm going to push you. I'm going to drive you. And, um, you know, I'm all ears. And, uh, you know, I'm there for you guys. But seriously, man, like, um, wake up in the morning and uh, put a smile on your face, man. Um, you know, dream a lot of dreams. Dream a lot of acid dreams. <laughs> Go to Joshua Tree, man. Pop pop some acid. Come back and, uh, you know, start over. <laughs> but, no, nah, real shit, man. Like, just... Uh, don't lose yourself in the process. Um, that's the one thing that I always tell myself. Just don't lose yourself too. If you have an entity, an identity, and you are able to, you know, bring that and 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 and, and, and you love yourself for that, and you give yourself enough self care, bring that to the table because people are gonna fall in love with you, man. People are gonna look at you and value you and say, "Look, I like this energy. I love this energy. I want this energy." You know, be around for my energy, right? And so it's like. That's what you got to do, man. And and even if you don't have that or you're not the most confident or whatever it is, I promise you if you open up a little bit, just a little bit, and you listen to other people and stuff like that, it's going to help. It's definitely going to help. But yes, um, visual design content creator, uh, visual design manager. Uh, it's crazy to think that I was a kid who just picked up a camera had no idea how to record or no idea how to do settings. I just know how to record. Had no idea how to run a goddamn program um, or tell a story. But yeah, here I am today, you know, sitting on my 
my broken ass throne, my my squeaky ass chair on this microphone, um, telling other people about my life story. So uh, hopefully that helps. And um, seriously, if you guys have any questions or you want me to talk about anything else, let's shoot the shit and let's have some fun. Um, But I think my next podcast is going to be a little bit about me, my upbringing, where I am. Um, And then we'll get into uh, why it's okay to be lost, perspective, um, and my one thing that I love doing every day. um, I will talk about that, which is working out at the 12, a community gym that have, you know, for the people who have now become my best friends. (laughs) So shout out to you guys too, by the way, thinking about you all the time. But that concludes this hour-long motherfucking podcast about my career path. Hopefully it helps you. I probably missed a lot of things. I probably went off on a lot of things. But I appreciate you guys listening. And uh, until next time, have some acid dreams. (laughs) Out. Later.